save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1946. It's November 1st, and there is a lot of important stuff happening in the world of Star Wars this month, and we're gonna summarize it all here for you, me and 3PO here. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode and yeah, the we, you know, me and 3PO, if you're catching the audio version of this, is referring to the cutout here in the studio of 3PO. So, this is a really huge month for Star Wars and in particular because of the launch of Disney Plus and the release of The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Why is this such a big deal? Aside from the fact that we're getting a whole new set of Star Wars stories, the main reason why this is so particularly important is because this is the first Star Wars content, live action content that we're getting that does not trade on the original trilogy. And what I mean by that is, is when you think of the prequel movies, they're all sort of based on the notion of how did Darth Vader become Darth Vader? And so it is about the fall of Anakin Skywalker and was setting up, you know, his ultimate redemption in the original trilogy. And when you think of the sequel movies, it's basically, yeah, it's a new generation and that's all well and good, but Han and Luke and Leia and 3PO and R2-D2 appear in this, Lando's coming back. So again, trading on the original trilogy. The same thing with Solo A Star Wars Story, chronicling Han Solo's origin story, if you will. And even Rogue One, which is, you know, not as much about the characters of the original trilogy per se, but it certainly is very much about the original Star Wars, AKA A New Hope, in that the entire premise of the movie is how did the Rebels get the plans in A New Hope in the first place? So it's all about that one aspect of the original Star Wars. The Mandalorian, however, is going to be the first Star Wars story that is told that does not trade on the significant parts of the original trilogy. Yes, it's taking place a few years after the events of Return of the Jedi, so, it can't help but deal with the after effects of that set of movies, right? I mean, we're a few years after the revolution, as Werner Herzog's character calls it, but we're far enough out that we're not talking about those particular characters, and this is supposed to be taking place in the Outer Rim where the effects of the revolution haven't really been felt. I mean, yes, now Imperial governors are kind of trying to establish control and little fiefdoms and whatnot, or at least that's the impression that we've been given so far, but we've not been given any indication that the former rebellion, now the Alliance, and now the New Republic, is establishing a foothold anywhere within the story elements of the Mandalorian. This is all a very Wild West situation, and so it's not actually trading 
on what happened in the original trilogy. It's not extending that directly. It's showing us a world that is operating sort of outside of everything that happened in the original trilogy. Yes, there are certain, you know, thematic things like uh, the Mandalorian, right? You know, we were first introduced to Mandalorians thanks to Boba Fett in the original trilogy, as well as uh, Trandoshans that appear, you know, with Bosk's character and whatnot. But definitely this is its own thing more than anything else has been in Star Wars. And so it's going to be very important for the future of Lucasfilm to you know, see that perform successfully. And then, of course, we have Star Wars Jedi colon Fallen Order. And that video game is coming out also in November. The fact that it's Star Wars Jedi colon Fallen Order kind of suggests that there might be other Star Wars Jedi colon video game titles coming down the pike, and Electronic Arts has a contract with Lucasfilm through, I think it's 2023 or something like that. So they have at least, you know, just based on the calendar and the way that they've been going, delivering major platform games in 2015 with Battlefront, 2017 with Battlefront 2, and now 2019 with Jedi Fallen Order, that you could certainly expect to see something in 2021 coming from EA and maybe even in 2023 as well, depending on when exactly that contract expires. But Jedi Fallen Order is another huge delivery for Electronic Arts and it is a full storytelling situation. It's not just the original Battlefront, which was all you know multiplayer online stuff, and Battlefront 2, which had that, but also had a campaign element. No, this is all completely campaign and another story that's taking place after the events of Order 66, so in the dark times. And back in 2017, before The Last Jedi came out, I did a safe week here on the show, which was actually longer than a week, where if you still wanted to have a dose of Star Wars goodness in your daily podcasting, listening life, that you could listen to Star Wars 7x7 without concern that The Last Jedi would be spoiled for you in the week leading up to and in the few days after the release of the movie that you could listen to you know, something else. Like in that particular instance, I talked about the campaign in Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad and about you know the different story elements in there. So right now, Jedi Fallen Order is sort of the lead candidate for a topic that I will be discussing during the safe week that will be happening in and around the release of The Rise of Skywalker. If there are other topics in which you might be interested in hearing about during that time period so that you can continue to listen to a Star Wars podcast without having to worry about having any Rise of Skywalker stuff spoiled for you, then by all means, let me know. I'm open to suggestions. But right now, Jedi Fallen Order is the leading candidate for a topic of discussion during that time period. And speaking of The Rise of Skywalker, of course, it does not actually come out in November, it comes out in December. We've already gotten the last trailer for it. So at this point, the most that we will be seeing is the start of commercials advertising The Rise of Skywalker. Maybe we'll see a couple more still photos. Maybe we'll see additional posters that might have different character reveals or something to that effect. But now it's going to be few and far between. And if commercials come out that have new scenes in them, I will talk about what those new scenes are. But uh, yeah, that's about it as far as The Rise of Skywalker goes. But there is some Journey to the Rise of Skywalker stuff that is coming out in November that 
is rather interesting and might shed some light on potential possibilities for the rise of Skywalker. Um, before I get to that, I'll get to that after the break. One particular thing, especially. Um, let's not forget Star Wars Resistance. There will be four episodes of the show this month, and they include The Engineer, From Beneath, The Relic Raiders, and Rendezvous Point, and of those, I would say the Relic Raiders is possibly the most significantly interesting one because the log line that we've been delivered so far says that they go to a mysterious planet to pick up supplies, but instead they find that a secret Sith temple has been built on wherever it is they're ending up. So that is really kind of intriguing, wouldn't you say? As far as the world of Star Wars comics goes, there is a Jedi Fallen Order comic book tie-in that is continuing onward right now. And the final issue of Star Wars, the flagship title of the Marvel Comics Star Wars <laughs> situation, um, that's going to be coming out in November as well. Star Wars issue number 75. That's going to complete the run of Star Wars that takes place in between the events of A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. And in 2020, they're going to start up Star Wars again as a Series 2 thing, and it's going to start taking place in between the events of The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. But Star Wars 75, which comes out in the month of November, is going to be the last one in the flagship title until it takes that break. And one thing that I believe is already finished at this point is the Allegiance comic series, the four-issue limited series that's part of the Journey to the Rise of Skywalker, which details the efforts to bring the Mon Cala back into the fight against the First Order, and we will be talking about that here on the show during the month of November. Um, all right, not going to wait any longer except for <laughs> this quick break, and then we'll talk about Resistance Reborn and what's been confirmed from it so far. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the Asteroid Belt level at patreon.com slash SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com slash SW7X7 and look for the Asteroid Belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com slash SW7X7. Welcome back. So there is a book coming out later in the month called The Secrets of the Jedi, which looks to be very intriguing, but the big headliner is going to be Resistance Reborn, which comes out next Tuesday from Rebecca Roanhorse. And as far as who is actually appearing in the novel, well, right now it is a who's who, and apparently we don't even know the half of it. So as you would expect, Leia, Poe, Rey... Finn, Rose Tico, Chewie, BB-8, C-3PO, R2-D2, you know, all those folks appear in the book. But additionally appearing include characters from across other media, including Nora Wexley and Snap Wexley, who first appeared in the Aftermath novels, and Snap, of course, appears in The Force Awakens and will appear in The Rise of Skywalker, played by Greg Grunberg. We're also getting members of Black Squadron who previously only appeared either in comics or the movies, Jess Pava appears in both the movie and The Force Awakens and in the comics, but Sora Linda Javos, who only appeared in Black Squadron in the Poe Dameron comics, is going to be depicted in the book. Maz Kanata is going to be there. A couple of characters that first were introduced to us in Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad will be appearing, including Zay Versio, who is the daughter of Aiden Versio and 
Oh God, uh, Del Mico, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I had it there. Um, and Shriv, who is a Duras character that we saw partnered with Lando in a battle on Sullust during the campaign of Inferno Squad or Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad. Um, so yeah, that's cool in its way, as well as somebody named Teza Nazz, N-A-S-Z, who ties back to um, Lost Stars and or uh, Aftermath Empire Zen. She was serving on the Ravager, which was the uh, flagship for the remnant of the Empire that ultimately faced off with the Rebellion slash Alliance at the Battle of Jakku. She survived that and became a warlord on Ratatak, which is the planet where Count Dooku found Asajj Ventress, of all places. So yeah, some kind of interesting things going on. And the most shocking two that have been revealed are General Rykian, who was leading the Rebellion at the Battle of Hoth. He is alive and will be appearing in Resistance Reborn, as will Wedge Antilles. Yes, indeed, he is going to be in this novel, too. So, yeah, some very, very exciting stuff happening with Resistance Reborn, and apparently we still don't know all of its secrets just yet, but we will very soon. <laughs> and that is going to do it for today's episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always, and I hope you're looking forward to November as much as I am and to the show here in November, too. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.